Okay. Hi. Um, Tanya for... This is Tanya. For Chaf Adar. Ilanishmas Ilan Arye ben Avram Feivel. Okay, so basically, we're learning Paraglamid Hay. It's the last part of Paraglamid Hay. So we're wrapping it up. Um, and essentially, Paraglamid Hay is all about mitzvos, basically. But mitzvos in the context of I am created by Hashem. A wise man, a wise man has eyes in his head. So why, what does that mean that a wise man has eyes in his head? It says that the shechina rests on your head if you allow it to. So you have, you're experiencing this life in your body, in your heart, in your mind, in your animal soul, godly soul, this fusion of who you are, right? And then Hashem says that my, my shechina desires to rest inside of your world, inside of the world, and inside of you. And so there's like all of these different sukkim, but or like ways of explaining that like what that means that Hashem wants to dwell inside of us is that Hashem doesn't only want to like be around. Hashem wants us to experience ourselves as Hashem here. And so the, the whole thing of Paraglamid Hay is essentially how to get to that place. Because it's easy to get to that place if you're looking at Shechina as, as Shechina dwelling on you as something that's kind of like a spiritual concept that like... Hi, Yerushki. Good morning. As like a spiritual concept that like, oh yeah. I don't have the right words to finish that sentence. I'm going to move on from that sentence. But basically, essentially what the Shechina revealing itself on us, the Shechina dwelling itself on us means is that the layers that say the Shechina is not here get taken off. And now I say, wow, the Shechina is here. And that's what allows the Shechina to be here. That's what allows the Shechina to rest. I mean, we're going to see that. The altar already said it in the parak, but he's going to say it again now as like very clear that like, basically, wow, this is a very funny introduction. This is or you're going to go inside. But basically the main point of Parak Lamed like point of points is that purpose of the world, the purpose of creation is for the Shekhinah to dwell on a person. How to do that is through a mitzvah. Why? Because a mitzvah literally says Hashem is here. That's what a mitzvah says. Mitzvah, the moment a mitzvah is done, the entire experience of you doing the mitzvah, the entire experience of the world around you that the mitzvah is being done with, the entire experience of the object being used, everything involved in the mitzvah says now Hashem is here. And what the whole thing of Paraklam and Hay is kind of shifting our perspective of, like we already know that. You know what I mean? What's Paraklam and Hay coming to teach us? Paraklam and Hay is coming to teach us that that experience of tapping into the state of, wow, Hashem is here, it's not something that you have to like create or build or like do something magical to achieve. It's, it's the, the reality is that Hashem is here. And when I do a mitzvah, I'm stepping into the reality where now not only my godly soul says God is here, but now actually also my body and my animal soul, which is the purpose for which I came into the world, to, to experience, to allow my godly soul to actually like touch those parts of me that say God is not here. And when I step into a mitzvah, then my entire experience of self now becomes part of the mitzvah. So yesterday, that was kind of the main point that like when you do a mitzvah your entire aspect of self comes in but at the beginning of the parak the altar also asked a question of like 
one of basically the, the parakamid and, and I didn't understand how they were connected until the end. But there's two questions at the beginning of Laman Hay is essentially like, why does the purpose of the world have to do with mitzvos? Like, that it's all for the sake of la'asaisai. Why does the spiritual cosmic creation have to do with me doing a mitzvah? And then the second aspect, the second question of Parak Lamed Hay was, if my, one of my missions in this life, I have a godly soul that's inside of my animal soul, which means that technically speaking, you would think that my godly soul is meant to actually have an effect on my animal soul to some extent. And yet every day I wake up with the same exact fragmented consciousness <laughs> like every single day I wake up and I still have the same stuff that come up again and again and again and I got rid of it yesterday and then it comes up again and I got rid of that and then a new thing comes up it's like I'm never able to actually stay inside of the consciousness of Hashem is actually here inside of me now so what am I doing it's a good question honestly and what we're what we learn from Paraklam and Hey is that those two questions actually have the same answer because the purpose of creation is a practical mitzvah, because the purpose of creation is me not figuring it all out and having this emotional experience where now I suddenly am completely aligned with God, but because the purpose of creation is me using my body, self, heart, mind, guf, animals, using the energy inside of my experience of physicalness right now to step into a mitzvah, I am constantly able to accomplish the purpose of my creation because that is the purpose of my creation. Not to have this spiritual experience, not to have this emotional experience, but to, but to use, to like allow the animal soul to be a part of this process of mitzvah, to allow the animal soul to get into the state of God is here. That doesn't mean the animal soul experiences that, like we're going to see in today's Tanya. You're not getting the animal soul to be like, yeah, I'm on board. Hashem is here, vivaciously exclaiming it. And yet, through the power of Moach Shalat Alayev, through the power of saying, I have a godly soul that's aware of what's going on here. I know that I have an animal soul inside of me. I know I have this aspect of me that doesn't necessarily agree with this. It doesn't even necessarily feel this. It doesn't know what's... I'm going to use it, and I'm going to use my body for the sake of this mission of saying Hashem is here. And then the animal soul, even without consciously being affected the point isn't for it to consciously be affected that's not we can't do that that's not a Bainanese job we can't change our heart but the Moach Shalat Al-Halev is like like the example that I keep thinking of and it's going to come up a few times is like okay I'll say it now I guess but like it's literally like you're going into like a castle to do this mission and there's this big dragon by the door and at first what you have to do is you kind of have to put the dragon to sleep in the sense of Take away the dragon's feeling that the dragon's against you. Let the dragon know that we're on the same team here, which is everything we've been talking about in Tanya until now, that Klippa is not working against us. Klippa is not working against us. Animal soul is not working against us. Animal soul is not working against us. And imagine that person like looking at that dragon and somehow in a way, being able to kind of enwrap it with, in, in its own mission. But then it's not that the dragon says, now let's go serve the king. It's not, animal souls don't feel, animal souls are animal souls. You know what I mean? Consciousness of separatenesses stay consciousnesses of separatenesses. But then what you can do after it goes into that state of shena, after it goes into that state of sleep, meaning now it's not spending its every bit of energy convincing you that you are something other than God. You kind of have an upper hand here now. You have some say. What do you do? You jump on the dragon. 
it's like from whoever's been here since the beginning, like with Elsa, like literally, like you I'm jump. What? I'm thinking Mario Rose. Why? <laughs> like the dragons and Bowser. Oh. I'm thinking of like Shrek. And then they like run away. I'm literally thinking of Shrek and that dragon before the castle. <laughs> but you, you jump on the dragon. And now your entire experience, and now not only are you jumping on the dragon, now the dragon's being, now the dragon is also saying Hashem is here, not because it's consciously saying that, because it's doing that thing. Actions speak louder than words. You know what I mean? Now what's happening is that your entire experience that's now going to the mission of the king, Hashem is literally on you and in you in that moment. Not because he wasn't there before. The king was as much a part of that person as he was standing in front of the castle as he was when he went into the castle. But the moment he went into the castle and started engaging with the mission at hand, he becomes filled, literally in his energy sphere, which is what we're going to see is the Shekhinah. Your energy sphere becomes filled with the revelation of Shrina. Now suddenly, you are this empowered warrior going to the mission of the king. You're, you're aware, you become in, infused with the divine presence. Not because it wasn't there before, but because now you're letting it in. Now you're experiencing it. And not necessarily animal soul, but the point isn't for the animal soul to experience it. The point is for animal soul to engage with it. That's, okay. So, Okay, so yesterday we said that mitzvahs attach Shekhinah to me. And now we're focused on the second question. And even though the essence and energy of the animal soul that's in his heart, which are the, which are the midas of separateness, whatever you're going to call it, the aspects of me that are saying, no, 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 there is, the world is split into pieces, you are split into pieces, God isn't part of every single one of those pieces, you know, don't, you don't have to engage with that mitzvah because Hashem isn't there. Or you don't have to believe that that part of you is worthy of love because Hashem isn't there. They yet have not been absorbed into holiness, which is this question from the beginning. I haven't achieved the state. Nechlalu in Hebrew is like klalas hamidas. Nechlalu is the state where I feel you and you feel me. We are engaged with each other. Like klalas is, is what tohu couldn't have. Chesed was chesed and Gevura was Gevura. I was over here and you were over here. Tikkun is the world where we can kind of engage with each other. We're able to... Wow, oh my gosh. It's very interesting. I just watched the movie Divergent. That's literally what it was. They for sure took it from Chesedis. That's what they said. They're like, it's, it's damaged to be this here and not here. Like only good or only, only truthful. Only this, only that. And it was like their hope was to find a state of like being able to be fused with the fullness of all of the Midas, which is literally the world of Tikkun, which is cool. But anyways, Kedusha, my animal soul has not been absorbed into holiness. My animal soul isn't like, oh yeah, especially the animal soul aspects of it. Certain Midas, it's not like, oh yeah, I feel you now that all is G. Like, I, I got you. It doesn't say that. It hasn't, it's, it's sure about its own feelings. <laughs> You know, I actually am not lovable in that way. You know what I mean? And this is actually a big issue in my life. Whatever, however the animal soul manifests. That mitzvah, actually, I can't, I literally actually can't do that right now. You know, and it's not like, maybe, maybe not. It's like, it hasn't even, it can't hear. You know, and at the end of the day, that's, 
that's our lives. Like that's the life of a banani. That it's not going to be nechal bekedusha necessarily. Certain aspects of it at certain times, yes. But overall, that's not where we're trying to get to. It's not in our dalat almost of being able to achieve that. Mikul makay. Nevertheless, me'achard is skafia on the kedusha when it is subjugated to kedusha. When you say, "I see you, I feel you, I hear you," you are not the sum total of who I am. I see. I put a separateness here. Now it's not. I, you are still you, but you are not the full total of who I am. You are not necessarily the fullness of me. And what happens in that moment? You do a mitzvah. And this Pasuk says, like, and against its will, it says amen. Because the animal soul is also responsible for my literally, like it's a nefesh achiyonis, as Alter was going to say. It's my being, the voice in my throat. Where is it coming from? And now that voice in my throat, even though it's not necessarily interested in saying amen in this moment it doesn't necessarily believe that Hashem is present here it's saying amen it's present in this mission I have jumped on the dragon and it's agreeing and, and going towards doing this mitzvah wow yeah well said yeah yeah how does this happen? Through the strengthening of the divine soul, my, anim- my godly soul is able to have a shalit al-halev, that experience. And then in that moment, the ra inside of me, the animal soul's, the, the words of Bilam that he would have said, become sleeping. They aren't not there. Bilam was still a rush. <laughs> but he, his, the, the, the godliness, the, and by godliness, in this context, we're saying the revelation of unity, the revelation of Hashem is here, overwhelmed the other aspect, and now the other aspect kind of goes to sleep. As you said above, and therefore it does not prevent the shechina from resting on the person. We've been saying this whole time that the shechina resting on a person isn't like we said before. It's not something you have to create. It's something that you have to make space for. It's there. You are. Hashem is here. <laughs> like literally Hashem is here. Why aren't I experiencing that? Because I'm filled with a story. I'm identifying with a story that says Hashem is not here. That's literally what's happening. The moment I have that, I, I lean into the bittel. It's not even that I have to create the bittel because the bittel is already happening. The bittel is literally, the, I am the ray of sun inside of the sun. It's not that I need to become the ray of sun inside of the sun. I, we are within Hashem. We are Hashem's breath. The bittel is when I can say, wow, Okay, <laughs> here I am. This is this is what's happening. And in those moments, it's not that the animal soul necessarily agrees, but in that animal soul, you're jumped now. You're on the dragon, and the dragon's now part of that process because she's now part of the mission too. Not because she necess- not because she's fully engaged with it, but because she said, "Okay, I'm here for this. I'm I'm joining with you." You know. So um, let's say you take that concept like I am. Well, it's, it's actually interesting because it's the opposite. What Alter was t- saying us, and I might not be explaining it right because I tend to not explain this right. Uh-huh. But what Alter was really saying is that it's through the mitzvah 
that you get that consciousness. Like it's like there is the possibility of you living inside of an experience of hashra's hashchina, because the shchina is on you. You have the possibility of fulfilling the purpose of creation, which is dir betachtainim, experiencing a world that Hashem is here, right? How to do that with your body, soul, everything is to step into a mitzvah, a practical mitzvah. Because the moment that I'm stepping into mitzvah, what I'm doing is I'm literally saying this moment has God. This body is filled with, is at God, <laughs> is divinity. So it's like it, the, the action leads to the meditation kind of. But then, but then the meditation also then, oh my gosh, my alarm didn't ring. Oh, my nishmas. So, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, well, my brain just went on that. Yeah. No, it's like you enter something and then it's like... Oh, so my question was, like, in a in a very practical way, is it to add new mitzvahs? Well. Because, like, for me personally, it's like... I don't feel anything when I do the mitzvahs I already do because it's so part of my routine. Right. It's not. I'm not meditating over it, so it doesn't feel like I'm actually doing any mitzvahs. Yeah. But is the is like the hack to like add new mitzvahs? That's. I love what you're saying. I'm, I'm like. I have like chills in my body because literally that's what the rabbi says. Like, and it's yeah. funny because I never. You know, I don't usually make the connection. But like, what's the end of every single sicha and every single mimer? Like, do, do more Torah yeah. mitzvahs. It's like working out. <laughs> Right, like we're doing Shabbos. But if you realize we're doing Shabbos, the greatest mitzvah. Like it would take more work for me to not do Shabbos. Like it would it's literally what Alter was saying here, like, just, notice what's actually happening when you're yeah, doing a mitzvah. It's to be more aware. Mindful and intentional. Intentional. Yeah. Like, every time you do a mitzvah, you are that warrior that is filled with the revelation of God and it doesn't mean that you feel it but that's what's happening you are like you're stepped into this have you heard of energy spheres right so you have this like energy sphere around you and like with this whole Tanya I kept on thinking because it, it and it's going to continue a little bit more but like it's it's literally saying that like there's this hashras hashchina on you but shchina the, the terminology of shchina is specifically like godliness that dwells it's an experience of God that is present you know and it's like it doesn't mean that we're feeling it but to be able to tap in to say like when i'm lighting shabbos candles right now i'm always one with god i'm always one with god but it's almost like a hug <laughs> like right now i'm one with not only god because hashem is one with everything but i'm like one with the unity of hashem i don't know it's like don't take for granted like spending time with family like when you look around and you're like wait what am i doing and then you feel that, yeah. wow, yeah. But just one more thing, because I think that it's also meditation that you kind of have to figure out on your own, like leaning into what that means for you. Like when I do a mitzvah, how can I translate me doing a mitzvah into, wow, I am 
actually holding Hashem's hand right now, you know? But about the actual mitzvahs thing, I once listened to a sicha that it was very impactful. And basically, the Rebbe was saying that, like, the, it's, it's a very, it's like almost sad. There was crying in it. And he's talking about, like, that Mashiach hasn't come yet. And that every day we say, um, we, like, during Ashamnu, we say, I forget what it is, but something about Mashiach. And we're davening for Mashiach. We're asking for Mashiach. And it still hasn't come. And the Rebbe was basically saying that, like, Hashem, you put your people in a double and redouble darkness. And you are hiding in like austere, austere. Like you are hiding yourself so much that your children have stopped even looking for you. And like he's crying. It's, it's really intense. Wow. And that like it's not, it's, it's not our fault. Like you're the one hiding. And then the Rebbe says, like he like stops crying. And then he says that the only answer must be, and he didn't say to increase in mitzvahs. The Rebbe said to increase in the mitzvahs that add light into your life. And like, it's just like it shakes you up because it's like sometimes it's about doing mitzvahs and sometimes it's about like taking a moment back and like literally what you said like yeah doing the mitzvahs we already do but also like what can I do right now that will connect me to Hashem in a way that actually makes me feel this experience that will add light add light into my life like practically you know that's so nice it's wild yeah Okay, let's finish inside. Dahainu, Shekayach Nafishachayunis, Hamalubash Basiyas Mitzvah. This resting of the Shekhinah that happens on, in the animal soul, in the vitalizing soul and animal soul, the altar, but it's using interchangeably here. I don't understand that, so sorry. Um, that happens during a mitzvah. Hu Nichlal Mamish, Bar Hashem, Umayuchad Bai, Biyuchad Gamar. The animal soul in that moment is actually completely absorbed and enclosed in Hashem's light. The dragon is part of the mission completely and through that one's drawing down this ray of Hashem's light on my animal soul and also on my entire body now my entire being my entire energy sphere is surrounded with this Hashra's Hashrina but what is it? it's in a way of makif, it's in a way of encompassing it's not necessarily like, oh yeah, I fully get it, but it's it is what's happening. My Yad Raglov. It's actually from head to foot. It's it's my physical experience of body. And it's just interesting what's happening here. The author was really like leaning us into like mind, body, soul connection. Like there's really like doing a mitzvah isn't like an isolated thing. It's like you're part of this big picture happening that's including all of you. You know what I mean? Like depression is literally when like your body is getting left behind. It's what it's like you're, and it's like no, no, nobody's getting left behind here. It's like your entire like lean in Yiddishkeit to an experience of like full presence. I'm engaged fully, and like yeah, I should probably finish. But just one of the things I keep I've been thinking a lot about. I heard this one time on a Human and Holy content, um, podcast. She was saying about like um, that y- because of Yiddishkeit, from Jews are never gonna fall prey to AI. Because Yiddishkeit requires us to be physical. Meaning, they're literally, you ever watch Wally? Like, there's like all these, like, uh, how many re- movie references can we make in one time? No, one. <laughs> it's like Elevated Spark. Absolutely. Like, like, Absolutely. <laughs> but, like, it's very possible that there could be a time when, like, literally reality as we know it becomes yeah, virtual. It might already be in it. And yet, when I'm Davening Shmona Esrei, when I'm Davening Shmona Esrei, I am required to take three steps back and three steps forward 
and bend my knees and engage my core and dot and bow. And when I'm lighting a match, I have to strike the fire and feel the warmth and literally physically, like I've recently been very intentionally like actually using my hands to cover my eyes, like this whole three things time. I don't even know why people do it, but it's like I'm engaged with my body. I'm not just like consciousness. My, I'm fully present. I'm not just like a, I'm in this lifetime. And like Hashem is, you know, it's like we're really real. <laughs> or we could be really real. We engage with this. Okay. This explains the expression that the Shekhinah is resting on your head, like we said from the beginning. Al Daika, specifically upon, not inside of. Why? Because the experience isn't necessarily going to be one from the inside out, but the experience is one where I can become in tune with this is what's happening, which then leads to the internal experience. But the point isn't that it's coming from, okay? And the similar vein, this is like on a minion of 10. It's a, a, min, a minion, the Shekhinah rest. And if you just notice that literally in halacha, there's differences that happen when a minion is present. And so what we're saying here is that the Shekhinah resting is actually a real experience. It's not like th- this experience of being encompassed in your energy sphere by Shekhinah, by godly energy, is real. To the extent that it actually leads to different halachas. <laughs> you know what I mean? But how? How is it happening? How, am I, how do I gain this, this sphere of godly energy around me? Literally through stepping in through a mitzvah to the noticing that Hashem is here. It's not something that I have to like climb to the heavens to reach. That's the whole thing of this whole parak. It's not like if you do enough inner work, you can experience this. This is, it's, it's available for you. It's here. Um, okay, Vihine, and now the altar is, the last part of today's Tanya is altar asking, like, okay, so if the Shekhinah is sometimes with you and sometimes not, then is God separate? Is there separation in God? Because if, if I can sometimes experience this, but some, you know what I mean? Like, is there, when we already said a million times that there's no separateness in God, that Hashem is literally one and has been before and will be after and all that. So what's happening here? Vihine, kol bechinas hamshachas ar hashchinah, shehi bechinas gilay ar insaif barachu. All of these various forms in which the Shechina is manifested, which is the revelation of the Ein Sof, light, around me, on me. This is not, this cannot be seen or construed as a change in himself, in Hashem, or as a plurality to him. Why? And let's go back to before, because revelation is not esoteric. Revelation is not something that happens... Revelation is the experience of tapping into what's already here. So there's something in the uh, Sanhedrin, what is Sanhedrin Gemara? Maybe? I don't know, Mishnah? I'm not sure. The Amar Lehahu Mina Lerabin Gamliel, a heretic said to Rabbi Gamliel, Amrisu Kolbe Asara Shkinte Sharia, Kama Shkinte Islahu. You say that on every single minion, the Shkin arrests. How many shekhinahs could there be? Because there's a minion in Africa and a minion in India and a minion here and a minion there. So how many shekhinahs are there? And Rabbi Veheshev lay mashal and Rabbi Gamliel replied with the mashal. And what is the mashal that he gave him? Me'ar hashemesh hanichnas v'chalainais rabim. With the light of the sun that enters through many windows. There's one sun. When you open the window, the light enters. Hashem is one. Hashem is here. When I say... 
I'm ready to see that. <laughs> so I'm going to do a mitzvah. Animal soul, body, godly soul, stepping in, entering, opening the palace door, jumping on my dragon, saying, here I am. I, Hashem is here. I'm going to light Shabbos candles. I'm going to do this mitzvah right now. The light enters. Not because the light wasn't there before, but because now I'm letting myself experience it. So blessing us all, literally blessing us all. Parakamate was such a trip for me. Oh my God. I was so nervous about it before. <laughs> but literally, mitzvahs are the purpose of creation. Not because of any other reason other than Hashem wants to be inside of me. My, the purpose of life is to live with Hashem. So are we elevating the world or are we really elevating ourselves? Both. Like, are we creating a home for Hashem in the world or within ourselves? Both. There's three things to elevate in the world. Yourself, your chilek, your animal soul, and something else, I forget. But it's both. It's both, I guess. So that's what I was saying before. Like the whole idea of a mitzvah is you're being bittle to, you don't really have a sense of self, you're just doing it for the rest of the chef. And I guess because I was thinking of the window thing, about sunlight coming in, is you're becoming a window, you're becoming transparent. Wow. And by doing that, you allow Hashem's light to flow through you, number wow. one. And so it could enter, the screen could enter. And I guess once you become a conduit, you're also letting it flow, like, once your window's open, it's going through the rest of your house. Wow, wow. So you also are able to spread it to outward when you are in that wow. space of, I'm, like, consciously allowing Hashem to dwell on me, to go through me. Wow. Wow. Okay, this is so exciting to be here. I listen to your podcast every day. Really? <laughs> it's, it's just... <laughs> it's so crazy because unless if we it's think... IRL. <laughs> if we yeah. think that we are otherness from God... Like I'm thinking about like really people that really believe that they really are otherness from Hashem. You know what I mean? That they're, maybe there's a spiritual truth in the world. Maybe there's goodness in the world, but I'm not in that. I'm, there's something defective about me. It's like, it's kind of a separate thing. But like people who experience themselves like that, this is probably like, what the heck? Like Hashem's going to dwell inside of me? <laughs> you know? I don't know, but there's one. But it's like, yeah, actually, like Hashem is literally saying like, you... As you are, that's, it's just opening the window. It's literally just opening the window. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that, there's nothing about you that says Hashem can't be here, except for you saying Hashem can't be here. It's crazy. It's like literally just,